Hello and welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, the only podcast that records information about all the movies that kill your dad with football. That's right. We're talking about a Lifetime movie today, folks, and that Lifetime movie is called Purity Falls, or if you're not a hack like IMDb, it's called The Madame of Purity Falls. Uh, let's get some accuracy in our IMDb. I thank you. That logo is real and- hot, though. Oh, it's a hot logo. We'll get to whoever was talking about how sexy the logos were in a second. But uh, we are talking about this movie because an actor from Riverdale is in this film. Quote, unquote. Now, I use the word, quote, unquote. <laughs> I use the word actor a little, uh, a little uh, liberally here because he doesn't really do anything in, in Riverdale other than be a corpse. Uh, that's right. We're talking about... And yeah, if you know Jason Blossom, he just a corpse. He dead. He dead in Riverdale. He does some like flashback stuff, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, we're actually talking about this movie, which I didn't even know existed, thanks to uh, our one and only listener. Sorry, we have like a few <laughs> listeners, but like our one main listener who who really cares and is constantly sending me a lot of like important information about the show, and that is Roger. So thank you, Roger, for bringing this to our attention. Uh, I'm very glad that you are interested in the podcast and you're listening. And please continue to send me information about ridiculous Lifetime movies. So we can talk. I'm not alone in this Lifetime movie exploration. In fact, I have two guests, and they are so happy to be here. Jason. Jason, how are you doing? Um, well, I watched this... Well, first of all, thank you, Roger, for being our only non uh, listener who's non Russian. I think. I think everyone else who's listening uh, to this podcast thank you. is is, is Romanian. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, I think I assume they're attempting to learn English so they can hack our the twenty twenty election, and that's the only reason why they're listening. It's fine. But, um, I'm good. <clears throat> thanks for listening. They wanted to. They wanted to learn more about that uh, that sweet sweet cure for cancer we got coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you, comrades. Oh, sorry. Um, cure for childhood cancer. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, speaking of child, speaking of cancer and childhood, um, this fucking shit is cancer. I watched it. Um, I would have been mo- I would have been less embarrassed to actually watch gay porn um, in front of my family <laughs> than this. I was sitting on the couch holding. Uh, I had a child this week. It was a week old uh, newborn holding my child, watching this um, with my parents in the room, and. Um, yeah, I, I said I, I would have been less embarrassed to actually watch gay porn because this... you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have pamphlet pamphlets for well, uh, mental institutions sitting on your counter tomorrow morning. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if child protective services shows up at my door tomorrow. And <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. Well, I mean, to to be fair to this movie, uh, and to not be fair to this movie, I think that this movie is like they removed the the gay sex from this movie. Where like this is a movie where like you're constantly like, all right, these characters have chemistry; they should just be making out, and they're not making out. They're instead making out with like dinosaur ladies. I, I think. So it's just yeah, like, I think the director doesn't know how sex works. Like the, there's every sex scene is a uh, dude walks in without his shirt on. Um, and just underwear, and a woman in full clo- fully clothed woman lays on her back with leg- her legs in the air, and he just lays on her and she rubs his back. I think that's how the director thinks sex works because that's what happens in every sex scene. I've never, I've never seen anything the contrary in my life. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, my friend. Luke. Luke, you have a child. You know how sex works. Uh, I have two. What did chi- you think? I have two children, two so I've figured it out a couple of times at least. It's true. It's true. Two times the charm. <laughs> what do you think of uh, this movie? Who are you, and why are you here? I, I, I don't really know why I'm here, except for uh, I guess you just wanted to see what I thought of this Lifetime movie. But you also lured me here because you were. I was told that this podcast had like hundreds of thousands of listeners. And that's why I'm here, really. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But, that, that explains it. <laughs> Uh, uh, how this podcast works is you show up to a podcast and before you know it, you're shirtless and uh, trimming the hedges for you got a, sweaty you know, hands and you're just inviting your best friend to go take <laughs> until you get drowned in the pool. <laughs> See, uh, 
it's kind of ironic because uh, we are three men who probably never want to take their shirts off. Uh, we're three men who, who nobody wants to see. <laughs> that's a fair, that's a, that is a very fair statement. <laughs> My wife is like, please um, put your shirt back on. <laughs> Often. I'm only okay, allowed to shower so with a shirt on. I'm so excited to talk about this. We're all never nudes. So that's I mean, kind of in the last episode. Very... In the last episode, we figured out that people can conceive just standing next to Jason, so there's no reason for him to take his clothes off. Yep. Yep. Hey, so. speaking of Jasons, um, it's kind of amazing because this actor can only play people named Jason because the main character of this show is also named Jason. And I was watching that, and I was like, "Is this a weird like Riverdale prequel? Like, what's going on?" Like, and and sorry, I, I was saying that's my opinions, but that was every time that I wasn't yelling kiss at the screen <laughs> because, like, I just really wanted all these people to kiss. All the dudes should have kissed, like, immediately. Like, there, there are so many scenes. So much gay sexual tension. So much, movie. so many scenes so of them shirtless, breathing heavily often, and touching each other <laughs> for absolutely no reason. Do you know how many times I've oh, had anybody reason. I know on the shoulder? I, I never do that. Ever. There um, were scenes where we were legitimately supposed to feel tension between the main character and a love interest. Um, and there's zero chemistry there. There's nothing that happens there. I could have fallen asleep. And then he turns to his best friend, and they're just smoldering at each other. And it's fucking there's, ridiculous. They're there like, is a scene... There's Sorry, the verbatim. There's dialogue where the girl comes over and she tries to shake his hand after a wrestling match, and he says, "Oh no, sorry, I'm sweaty." And then turns to his best friend. His best friend goes, "We better hit the shower then." <laughs> and there's... there's a scene where a man brings out a switchblade knife <laughs> and like literally like puts up. it up, puts it up <laughs> to the throat of another man who is shirtless, and you're just like, "Man, this ain't even like subtle phallic imagery. Like just fuck." Andrew. Like I'm pretty sure all of Nightmare on Elm Street two is like less gay than that scene, and I'm just like, "Kiss, kiss. Why don't you kiss? You guys just oh, love each let's other." Be In that scene, they had no intention of kissing. If something was gonna go down, it was gonna go down south of the border. Um, Andrew, I think <laughs> you don't know this because you're in Canada, but anytime you pull a knife on somebody. Um, it's requisite that you caress their pecs while you have a knife <laughs> to their neck. That's how I that works. I legitimately made okay, a note of that movement. erect before you put the knife <laughs> he, to their neck. That is not even a joke. He's got the knife to his throat and he rubs his shoulder. <laughs> that's, not, that's not his shoulder. That's his pecs. Okay, it's beautiful, but let's talk about what this movie is. Okay, so let's go to the back to the beginning. The beginning of this movie... Jason wait, wait, Blossom. Can I, can I summarize this movie? Oh, please. Oh, please. This movie, please summarize this, this movie. story is about a boy who bullies his father to death <laughs> during a football <laughs> catch and then slowly over an hour and a half time, six months the length of time, is able to bring himself to play catch again. That's what this entire arc of this story is. Is yeah. the end of this fucking movie is him picking up a football and finally coming to terms and being able to? If only he had asked his dad to wrestle with him, nothing. This the heart attack would not have happened. <laughs> Look, I would have had a heart attack because them incest vibes would have been too strong. Uh, but his uh, dad, can we... excuse me, his dad. <laughs> I just have to talk about this opening. Okay, his dad is cooking. Is going to cook hamburgers. Starts rubbing his left arm. His wife says, what's wrong, honey? He says, nothing. I'm just tired. While rubbing his left arm. Because that's what happens when you're tired is your left arm goes numb. And then says, sit down. And then as he sits down, his dickhead son comes over with the football. And is like, want to play football? And he's like, no, I'm tired. And his son essentially says, you fucking pussy. Get up and throw the football. Or you're uh, a little except he bitch. says it like in a in that weird like sensual voice he has the entire time where he's like, You're not as spry as you used to be. <laughs> and then his dad, after one throw of the football, drops fucking dead. He's dead of a heart attack in three seconds. He's dead before his son even bothers to run over. His son's now, just like, man, eh, whatever. His dad's the like, acting oh, in Burdemic, dead. the now, acting in Burdemic was less embarrassing than that, that <laughs> huge death scene. Now it was at this point where I was like, 
So, like, what has this director done in his career? Like, what is happening here? Uh, and I found out he's 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 directed some interesting movies. Uh, he directed Oblivion, which is a full moon western, which is like a sci fi western movie, which is which is interesting. Um, but yeah, so like that was my only note. So my lo- my note goes: um, <laughs> Jason Blossom gets revenge for Riverdale because he fights a river and wins. Um, he uh, there's a great name. Uh, which is, I don't remember what his name was, but I just remember it was great. And then I wrote Oblivion, and then my next note is, sister convinces brother not to bring his gun. Angry football, oh Chad God. is shirtless. Like, those are my next, <laughs> those are my next one. Like, I love looking at notes. Like, my, my favorite thing is, like, a year from now when I open up my, like, notes app and go, like, wait a minute. Sister convinces brother not to bring his gun. Angry football. What? Chad is shirtless. What? What is this? So mean? much shit in this movie that was like, why the fuck did that happen? Like the dad dying really why has out no there? impact why is out on there the rest shirtless? of the movie. This entire yeah. movie could continue to happen with the dad being alive. There's no reason for the dad to die. It doesn't play well, a major role except, except for the move. Except to, for that blow up at the end where he's he's talking about how their family will never be a family because. Well, well, honestly, well, honestly, I think the film would have actually been more interesting if the dad was still in the picture because of what the yeah. implications of his job is, yeah, right? Like, so, sure. like, so if you if you don't know what this movie is about, it's a movie about a uh, a teenage boy who becomes a gigolo uh, and just has sex with older ladies. Like, that's the entire sort plot of it. And the then movie. he ends up in ICP at the end. <laughs> and then he ends up in he goes ICP. from gigolo to juggalo. <laughs> gigolo to juggalo. Uh, some people get shot. The mayor's. I want to go, go back boys. to this rifle though, because there's literally <laughs> a term for this in all of screenwriting, which is Chekhov's gun. And this is just a yeah. gun. Throw it in the trunk, and you never see this fucking rifle again. It just stays in the trunk look, for the remainder of the movie. Look, it's shirtless brother gun. That's what we call it. We don't call it Chekhov's gun. I don't know who this Chekhov is, but he's nothing compared to shirtless brother. Uh, it's shirtless brother gun. Uh, we like it's literally there's a scene where like we had we opened at this this movie with the dad hunting or something like maybe it would have like made more We've sense. Never seen the gun before or but, after? Like, <laughs> the gun is like so they're unpacking to like go into their house and the the son has the gun and the sister's like I'm a guy you can't bring that gun like I don't like violence and then the brother's like well dad like guns I like shooting things so I guess okay. <laughs> And then the sister is like, no, he's not. Keep it in a trunk. And he's like, okay. Proving his sister 100% correct, he flings a rifle into the back of the trunk without any control whatsoever. And I think think it's sort of, Andrew, I think it's a shot at the sister sort of because they also like previous to that kind of take a shot at her be like, portobello mushrooms for the for the little girl like they're trying to say like <laughs> vegetarian yeah they're trying weirdo. to they're trying to mock the only rational character in this movie <laughs> like hey maybe like weird uh weird shirtless brother who definitely has some issues like uh maybe don't bring your gun into the house because like i don't trust <laughs> yeah. you not to be columbining up this place right. so like just keep it there lock it up and like the the only time, so spoiler alert, the only time this gun comes back, this gun is in a total of I would say thirty seconds of the movie. The only time this gun comes back is when the sister herself has to use it to shoot the madame. Yeah, because yeah, okay. the madame's like, I, I shoot you. She gets shot in the head and she dies. But you know, it's crazy. Okay, let's let's properly run down this plot. Let's properly. I'm gonna read all of my notes. So that's what's going to happen here. Oh, I thought maybe you just wanted to go through this, like, section, but, or, like, scene by scene. Well, we're going to get to Yeah, it's going to be a seven to now be a minute-by-minute minute uh, podcast of the best. podcast <laughs> 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 three of us basically yeah. are just using this as a platform to launch our new Lifetime movie podcast. Oh, I should say, I said this pre-show, um, but for anyone listening, Roger... This is my first Lifetime movie, and hopefully my last. Because I can't it imagine they're be. all this bad. Oh, it absolutely bad. will not be, because you just willed that into existence. Are they all this bad? Uh, I don't know, but let's talk about this okay. thing. Okay, so they go to Purity Fields. <laughs> sorry, Purity Falls High, but there's oh, lots of... Filling, they're filling stuff, all right. And 
And there's a character going, I don't live here. And that's Chad, shirtless Chad. He's like, I don't live here, man. I'm just fucking this lady. Uh, teens fuck older lady. Mad at mom about movie. I have but a question cooks for him all dinner. Forward. Mom has a panic attack and is super depressed. Yes? Continue. So Chad... What, what, what question? Sorry. <clears throat> so Chad... Um, so they make it very clear as we go through this movie that nobody is actually doing any yard work. But Chad appears to be actually fucking doing yard work when he meets Yeah, her. why was he outside shirtless so why by that tree? doing yard work? Is that like somebody's fetish? Uh, like the pizza look, boy? He's very, he's very unpopular with the madams. <laughs> he's, uh, he's very bad at his madaming job. stupid so. ass outside in the middle of the ledge. Do the also, edges. the only I'll... thing that makes sense is she hid the fucking money in that tree and he had to find it. <laughs> Also, an important thing to mention is that apparently, like, every single, like, wo adult woman in this town is, like, so boring. Because, like, they only want to fuck teenage boys. Like, there's not, like, a girl in there at all. Like, there's not one person in the town who's like, lesbianism, hello. And there's not one dad who's like, I'm into gay sex. Like, it's just, like, well, the most vanilla, the vanilla well, shit. I thought that, that, that I, I thought that that's where they were going toward, like, towards the end in the scene, but I was only half paying attention at that point they did, the mayor the mayor okay. there was some stuff with the mayor right um there was some stuff with the mayor but let's go through uh, all I, the notes well yeah so we but, can but i think you bring up an interesting point which is every single adult woman in this film um is um at the same time both incredibly horny and incredibly boring all at the same time and it's very, but i think that's Bizarre. That's an overarching point. I think we can get it to at some point. Is this is a man's version of what he thinks a woman's fantasy is? That's fair. That's fair. Oof. Okay. Also, okay. Let's go through all these notes. Mad at mom about move. Madame cooks him all dinner. Mom has a panic attack and is super depressed. Bad boy shirtless. Home invasion and the dude from earlier gets drowned by a mysterious killer. He is getting on the swim team. Jason Blossom died in the river. Wrestling. Girl crust on wrestling boy. Can he only play people named Jason? Question mark. Madame's angry adult man. Chugging that wine. He's getting hammered. They bone. Creepy old lady. She takes nude photos of him. They shower together. They want to bang pool boys. Well, Mom drank um... wine and got old people fuck. I think Girls won't date that. him because he's a gigolo. I think we should talk he about the pool drowning. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll go. We'll, we're we're going to go through Andrew's notes, and then we're going to go back to this fucking... Yeah, I we're going to talk go about back. this shit more than once. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to talk about it more than once. He tried to quit, and he is shaken down. Red, sexy lighting. They should kiss. Jason Blossom isn't great. Death threats. She thinks of them like her kids, which makes the sexiness gross. The mom's expression at the butt grab is great. Uh, by the way, that needs to be a gif because there's the one point where his mom interacts to a butt grab and she goes, oh, my God. Ah. Oh, don't forget the line later where she's like, I saw him do something inappropriate. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I, I love the drunk acting in this movie. Lady wants $100,000 in cash. Lady with no lines who points to where the restroom is. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Benjamin murders lady, gets shot. Madame lets Benjamin die after he gets shot. Benjamin Jason steals ledgers. Yeah, he's he sucks. Madame holds him at gunpoint. Mayor is mad about broken nose. He is tied up and kidnapped. Mom saves her son. Madame gets gun. Daughter kills Madame with father's gun. That was all my notes. That was my entire notes of this movie. And yeah. Very thorough. We can go back to that that fucking drowning scene now if you want. Jesus Because <laughs> it's Christ. awful. Yeah, Jason, Jason, you, you talk about this drowning scene while I quickly go to the washroom. Well, Luke, I think you brought it up in chat. Like, there's literally no way he cannot escape <laughs> someone standing on land and all he is, he's just holding his head. Like, he's not holding anything. He's just, like, yeah, he's got his hair. Who cares? For, if you're about to be drowned, you can pull away and Get away from! I I I can't even. I have a one week old baby who would have so would have just swam it. away from this shit. Yeah, <laughs> you could easily just grab his hand, pull him in, and be like, "Fuck off! I'm out of here." <laughs> he one handed, he underwater, just swim down. 
Exactly. And that's and that's what I brought up beforehand is I'm just like if if it was the dumbest that's kill in the thing, like it's so it's so dumb that watching him fake drown is one of the funniest things oh, I've yeah, ever it's seen. Acted, yeah. But like this takes the cake of every terrible, ridiculous kill in like the Final Destination films. Like this is so stupid. Yeah, you it's you impossible. if I mean it, it highlights exactly what's so lazy about these movies that they don't put any thought into anything where you you could easily find a more interesting way to drown somebody. Like even that shitty movie from the nineties, Valentine, found yeah. a way to drown somebody by in a hot tub by just closing the cover. And right. that's how, but that's the, how people get drowned in pools all the time in slasher movies. Is they cut they just close the cover and they drown. I mean This is just some douchebag holding somebody that <laughs> Could easily be pulled into the pool and then you're done. Or it's not even like uh, let the right. It's not even like let the right one in where the kid's being held down. And he's afraid that somebody when he when he pops back up, someone's gonna freaking shank him in the face or something. Where it just doesn't. Well, in the let right let the right one in though too though. Don't forget they're both in the pool. So you can. I've had my head held under a pool. I had an older brother, and if they're in the pool with you and have you, and the kid in that let the right one in was not one thing. In the pool. But this dude kid, is out the of the pool, leading in. into the pool, holding him by his hair. All the S to yeah. do is just fucking pull him in. Exactly. What? <laughs> guys, guys, we don't know what Benjamin's upper body strength is, okay? Benjamin, he got muscles. He got abs. Where do you think he got shot? He got shot in the abs. I mean, I think I, his man, I, I, Just standing by the side of the pool, I'm afraid I'm just going to lean one way or the next and I'm going to fall into the pool. Like, <laughs> it would take nothing for somebody to pull me into the pool. And I'm not a small person. <laughs> Chad? I mean, I think we could assume that Chad is a very, very stupid human being. So maybe, really, he just drowned himself. And <laughs> he just happened yeah. to... He just happened to be holding. I, I mean, that is perfectly fair because he's doing a cougar and he's standing out by a pine tree for absolutely no reason. What? Okay, he's probably what is... like, where do I go? Like, how do we do this? I haven't heard someone name? use the phrase cougar in literally six years, probably. And that's what, what is this? That's what this that's town is. It's all cougars. <laughs> it's Cougar Town. Yeah. Oh my God! This is a sequel to Cougar Town. <laughs> Uh, what is his friend's name? The other friend with the lip ring? I don't remember There's his a name. With a lip ring? Okay, maybe he just has a bruise on his lip. Oh, I don't know. He, he gets punched on the lip once, because then I because he, he has that on he his lip because the the, by ben. Yeah, the the wife's uh, uh, husband punched him in the mouth. Right? Is that what happened, no, or ben was it punched, Ben? Did it? Ben punched him in the mouth because okay. he asked him if he wanted to come work for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, all of this is like very important information. Daniel like, is that this... kid's name. Okay, I he's before the kid that's in Ma, right? This... I have absolutely no clue about that. Kids... One of these kids is in Ma. Like mm-hmm. this is just that like kid. bringing this podcast together. Yep, it's because he wanted to fuck Octavia Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? That's why he was. Who there? does it? He was sick to fuck Ma. <laughs> <laughs> He was undercover as a like one of Madame's boys. He was not even supposed to be in that movie. He was just stalking Octavia Spencer. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, okay, Luke. Do you have a favorite erotic thriller? Like, do you? What do you think oh, of this genre geez. as a whole? I don't know if you know it. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Birdemic is actually billed as an erotic thriller. What? <laughs> people no, trying to fuck not. those birds. It one hundred percent. I I I am not so, joking. So I am bad. not joking about so this. So I'm bad. going with. So I will bad. watch Birdemic a hundred times before I watch this again. <laughs> uh, Jason, I mean, what is your experience with fillers? Oh, I have. I um, um, I'm a I'm a fan of the erotic thrillers. I think they can be good. Like, and I think they can be so stupid they're good too. Like, this just just isn't one. Like, I always think of like the fucking Bruce Willis vehicle, Color of Night, which is so ridiculous. If you've ever seen that movie, if you haven't, I urge you to watch that movie. It's so fucking stupid. Um, and bananas. Um, I, I mean, I think Basic Instinct's a great movie, right? Like, I think. It's a legitimately like a pretty good movie. I think erotic thrillers can be good. This is just unwatchable. What would be a what would be a 
I'm having a hard time thinking of one, but what would be a more recent version of a erotic thriller? Jeez. Um, uh, are, are we gonna uh, go into Are we gonna go into Fifty Shades? Because so technically, Fifty I Shades think you, would be an erotic thriller. I think you could totally make that case. Yep, Fifty Shades is definitely an erotic thriller. Um, I mean, I don't think there's ever been really a recent, like since the '90s, a really good erotic thriller. Like it's been. It's kind of a dead genre, in my opinion. Well, like, honestly, I think it is... Uh, I think it's mainly put on to movies like this, right? Like, I think this yeah. is where the erotic genre... The erotic thriller lives, is because they're allowed to get uh, get away with so much more stuff on TV. Which, like, even this is, like, very tame, like, speaking. But, like, they're kind of allowed to, to do what they need to do for erotic thrillers on tv now so like they don't really yeah. need to do erotic feelers it's this kinda, is just it's like a very tapped, right like you have your bound which is a great movie uh you have your fatal attraction which is a great movie but it's kind of like dead i, I don't think i think the well's been tapped in terms of good ideas that make erotic thrillers work maybe someone's gonna come along and prove me wrong yeah I don't no know, that's fair all three of us are gonna oh, write maybe. one now the, yeah, I mean, that, this, that's good. this movie go. has three writers, so I think we can do it. Jesus what? Christ. This movie has three writers? What? It this absolutely is like, does. This is like if I'm blackout drunk and you poke me three times and ask me to write a movie. It like, has, that's two, what it has movie two screenplay is. by credits and one story by credit. Is this based no on a book? Is this based on a book? I do. No, 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 no. It does. It did. None of them said anything about a novel. So someone just came does. up with this idea. <laughs> so somebody was like, "Hey, lifetime, hey, hey, lifetime. Look, I might, I might have found the last stash of quaaludes in the world, but Literally. I'm going to tell you about this erotic thriller where a teenage, teen, teenage boy. He's he's not an adult. He he's a teenager. He's not eighteen. He's sixteen. Okay, he's sixteen, and he fucks his older ladies, and that's all he does." He just he just has sex with older ladies, and he he doesn't have a shirt. He doesn't own a shirt. His family is too poor to own a shirt, so he's always shirtless, except oh, when he's wrestling. We can, we can get we, into this money thing at some what point if too. Took risky business and made it shit. <laughs> what if they took risky business and made it so at no point in the movie you could pause and see his penis? That's what this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that is what this movie is missing, by the way. I'm just yeah, well, like it's missing anything actually sexy, right? Like it if you're cool. like like no matter if you're like gay, straight, or like whatever, like there's nothing for you in this movie because like even <laughs> if you're it's on movie, Lifetime and they can't really show anything like risque, really. This is like right. even when even when she hops in the shower with him, even when she hops in the shower with him at the beginning, uh, like. Clearly, she's way off screen before she ever takes off the robe. And when she gets in, the dude's like literally covering covering her with every inch of his like arm and stuff. So like, they do everything they can to make ever to make it look. Oh my god! Very yes, PG. this movie is so like even in its sensibilities is so prudish. Like, I don't know what would is like Lifetime like have has a Christian tinge to it. The movies. <clears throat> So maybe because this is I, definitely a lesson movie, right? Because right. like this, like uh, if you're pro sex workers, this is not a movie for you, no. right? Because like this movie literally no. like poops on sex workers and says whoever is hiring sex workers just has a husband with a sh with a gun who wants to shoot you, and another guy who works for the sex worker who wants to drown you, right? Like this is not like this is not like a pro work woke movie no the, this, the, this the happens fucking... every time i i think about these like specifically the lifetime movies but also like all these ridiculous uh christmas movies that come up every year because like the there's movies. there's there's hundreds of them and you're like yeah. nobody nobody can possibly like these but then you look at the directors and that's all they have in their credits is these ridiculous stupid movies so i think that when we think of like filmmaking as like an art form, there's people who are actually out there making good movies that we talk about on the regular, or they try to make a good movie and we shit on them for different reasons. But there is a section of filmmaking specifically dedicated to 
you can make a career out of making these movies, and I'm sure these people are making money, otherwise they wouldn't do it, but they're all dog shit, but people are paying them to make them, and that's legitimately a way, a section of filmmaking that people don't really ever think about. Well, I I, I almost think that, that, I almost think that saying that almost kind of lets this off the hook, right? Because like, I haven't. I don't have an extensive rapport with Lifetime movies, but I know for a fact that very talented people occasionally work in Lifetime movies and actually do things that are interesting. Like, I know that there exists like Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies that are actually like quality, fine. Like, you want to watch something on a Friday night, like fun entertainment, right? Like, I think that just saying this entire genre and this entire way of making filmmakers is like bankrupt is almost letting these people off the hook because like this movie is especially bad and backwards Ooh. in its way I think of thinking, more or less it's right? just like the people who make these movies are directors for hire and they're literally just cashing in a paycheck for no other reason than I need the money and this is what I'm going to do regardless of if it's good or not. I legitimately have the thought, fair. what am I doing with my life while watching this movie? This dude <laughs> well, got paid I mean, I'm assuming a, more than me. I'm going to work like a fucking sucker, and this guy's just walking around fucking filming dudes with no shirts on, prancing around in fucking backyards, and dry-humping fucking old ladies. I mean, and, do we think that these guys are making it. more than porn directors? Because Oh, I guarantee at the, it. At, at that point, why aren't you, like... Stuff like this makes you appreciate porn, so, like, you would legitimately well, just go through and be like... Okay, I'm gonna go and do something that actually like is sexy instead of this complete garbage. Well, I think unfortunately right now, like the realm of porn directing, like to be serious, yeah. is like is very much affected by like Pornhub and the internet and like, well, yeah. like all those video services that give it to you for free, right? Like where people are paying for cable and they're paying to get the Lifetime channel, so they actually do probably make more than pornographic movie directors, yeah. which is like unfortunate because like again. If you're making an actual porn movie, they usually are, like, trying to actually, like, go towards a demographic of people that makes sense other than, like, what this movie is making. Because, like, this movie cannot decide what demographic of people it's, like, going for. Because, like, we, we kind of, like, joked around how this is, like, a very gay movie where, like, nothing gay actually happens. But, like, I think they're trying to flirt around with that viewership. While not actually fulfilling on anything that, like, somebody who is in the LGBTQ community would actually want to see, right? Because, like, I think they're trying to, like, they, like, try to bring you in with, like, shirtless dudes and, like, dudes, like, getting close to each other and, like, like, playing with their navel and the knives. Because, like, they don't actually understand what, what gay men find sexy, for one. And, two, the they don't actually, like, care. Somewhere in the middle of this movie. They don't even do that. Like, they don't even give them that. Like, they don't give them anything. And it's like, if you're, like, a gay man watching this movie, you're probably like, what the hell is this? Like, this sucks. Just, like, making out with dinosaurs. It's worse than that because, like, they introduce the mayor character at the end, right? Where the mayor character, like, is like, hey, man, I'm assuming you're into this. You're 18. I paid you, right? And he's like, and and like, hey, I'm coming into the house. My wife will be along later. Seems like a good husband. You know, he's fulfilling his wife's needs. That's what she's into. That's what he's into. And then they treat him like a villain. Like he did something fucking wrong. He's just paying for to bone. And then this kid has the galls to kick him in the balls when he's been given smoldering sexy eyes to his friend all fucking movie long. (laughs) And be like, ooh, yucky. Go away. Like they treat it like it's a yucky moment. And it's like, dude. So. (laughs) <laughs> no that's fair no no that's fair to bring up because like there is like super homophobic things in the movie even like yeah like it's 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 so it's so like it's so disturbing from that from that regard because it's like who nobody's like so these movies are only for old biddies who want to get banged which like i'm i'm down for but they're old even biddies, treated like, them like shit yeah, because there's that weird, like, terrible drunk actor who's like, hey, I just took one acting class, and this is my <laughs> performance. 
and uh, give me $100,000, even though we've never really established how much money you make, and this is a small town, so even $100,000 is probably a stretch, but I'm a drunk lady, and this is all I can think about. Give me some money, or I'll tell the police. <laughs> and, his, and her fucking bald, disgusting husband comes running back into the room. <laughs> oh, and then my God. Just, <laughs> the, boat the note that I made about that dude's I want to fuck face <laughs> is so disturbing. <laughs> Okay, let's the, talk the about look, the look That look is face. my uh, background oh. for my computer now. That's what I look at every time I turn my computer on. <laughs> if you want to see Cuckasaurus Rex, this is what you look like. <laughs> I was like going to say, if we, if we wanted to get back into like the actual plot of the movie, like... No. The, the, like, no, I don't. <laughs> the baffling things that happen in this... Specifically revolve around like when he when she first offers him the money to have sex, she's like, I can't have sex for money. She comes to his house later and she's like, Hey, have a car. Okay, cool. I'll I'll have sex for money now. And I'm like, What? You know you could have bought that what car with the money. Like, like, <laughs> That's how money works. Didn't know if you know that or not. Now that I have this car that you just gave me, I need money to take care of it, so I'll take money now. Well, can we also talk about how, okay, the what, very first job he goes on. Yeah, I know. How does this car needs gas? The very first, okay, so this is like sending a plumber to your place, except you don't want him to be a plumber. You want him to cut your grass. Because he goes to this place, and he's like, I'm going to do lawn work. Because he's like, this is what my job is. I'm going to go trim the hedges, do the lawn, oh and then some lady comes on to him, and he's like, whoa, what the hell is happening? Wow, I had a sex with the old lady in the first scene, <laughs> but, like, this scene now, like, I'm suddenly opposed what to it. Fuck? Whoa. And you're like, and then he goes back, and he's like, something weird just happened. And she's like, all right, look, dude, you're a hooker. Like, just go <laughs> enjoy sex now. work and, like, in, and be that person. But, like, can you imagine... Sending a sex worker to someone's house, and they're like, "Look, I'm just here to be the maid. Like, I'm not here to be the sex maid. I'm here to be the maid. Like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, that sexual harassment. I'm gonna sue you." But also, like, can you imagine offering a teenager in high school money to have sex with people? They would be like, "Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll do that." <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you understand modern teenage vernacular, but sure. I'm sure, I'm uh, well, sure it'd be something like, dab on my haters' graves. Let's talk about sex with old ladies. Bam, ba, bam, ba, bam, bam. <laughs> Damn, that shit's lit, son. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be a paleontologist because this sex is lit. Because I'm digging uh, all that. <laughs> oh, like, but there's another element to this that you sort of touched on, Andrew, which is. Like, the whole premise of the story is sort of like sex work participate, precipitates murder. Like, that's kind of the whole premise. Like, yeah. you can't, you yeah, can't do like, this until – if you do this, somebody's getting murdered in a pool. Like – We, like, we, we're making a lot of, like, jokes about this and, like, having – trying to have fun with this movie. But, like, really, when you, when you dig down oh, it's to disgusting. it, like – It's a disgusting film. It's, like, it's really disgusting yeah. in that way, right? Because, like, it, again, like, even the, even when I mentioned about, like, just, like, everyone's super heteronormative, which, like, that's not – it's not the world of sex work. Like that's not no. You don't just like get a <laughs> none of these people of, in this like... film are head either. <laughs> there's no way. Like, there's no way. Uh, and and the way that it actually treats the people who do this as a living, because there's plenty of people who just do this as a living, and like they have a set of rules and they follow by it, and that's how they live their life, and like it's awesome. And like if you're living, if you who are listening to this as a sex worker, don't watch this movie because this movie shits all of your profession. Sex work is work, right? Like, and this movie just treats it as like a oh, you can go to the high school and. And you just accidentally have sex with some old lady, and then you're a sex worker. And it's like, no, that's not that's not how it works. Right. You know, like I'm into this, and I'm like, yes, this is what I'm looking for as a career. Let's let's do this, right? But this is uh, this is not a movie that treats that at at all well. Oh so, yeah, good this point. this whole operation too is just a fucking disaster. Like, there's no way she doesn't get caught 
within three minutes of the way she runs this business. She re Like you said, she just sees a hot kid show up at a door and just sends him there under the guise of being a fucking, you know, a gardener. You don't think one of those kids eventually is going to turn her in to someone? Like, there's no well, way like, this they even have that. They even have that weird moment where one of their their girlfriends turns them in. Like, so <laughs> one of, like, so Kevin's girlfriend goes to the, I goes really to the guidance to counselor. I really to with you until you started having sex for money. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that is a great moment. The, the romance character of Jason, the character that he, like, meets at the, the game, the wrestling match, and is like, oh, I'm into you. And she's like, I'm into you as well. Later in the movie is like, oh, my God, you are, like, banging on ladies, so, like, I can't be with you anymore. One of the no. things someone says is literally like, oh, it's a small town, people talk. So if, if someone in high school can figure this out, apparently the cops can't. <laughs> Well, I guess the cops are sort of in on it. That's implied. But, like, this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 situation. <laughs> well, apparently... Uh, what yes, this is a name? Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 situation. Apparently, Jason's mom is not a very good guidance counselor because she can't pick up on... Oh, wait. These young men are having... These, these no, young you... men that do uh, landscaping are having sex for money? She's literally told the information. She yeah. goes to a party and she sees somebody grab the butt of an underage kid. And she gives Her like the best, best reaction face in point. history. But she doesn't put it together until she looks at yeah. a wrestling photo with a yearbook and the fucking next door neighbor happens to be in the picture. And then she, then she fucking comes to the conclusion that she's a pimp. I didn't yeah. understand that at all. How those pieces came together. But that's. But also, let's takes. not forget that she says, "Don't hang out with that guy anymore," because I saw him do something inappropriate. Get his ass. We didn't do anything <laughs> inappropriate. He got his ass grabbed. It wasn't the other way around, right? Well, uh, and also, uh, like, okay, like I don't understand oh, how. Or was okay. he up in the room? So having again, sex? the other. Is that what? Yeah, happened? he was in the room okay. having sex with the older lady. Gotcha. Now, okay, in what? fucking world in what fucking multiverse would you see that happening and you would blame the kid what person would see that happening would see an adult 40 year old woman taking advantage of an underage child and be like yo man but that kid he was asking for it like I, I with, do with dr do strange was this. going through every possible outcome in fucking <laughs> i absolutely do not mean for this to start a completely different like gender like politics sort of thing but if it was the other way around 100 percent, people would be like oh this is this is wrong that this person's taking advantage of this young person i don't think Usually, so in this movie it, well no, in this like, movie yeah, yeah like it, this is the point i'm making right think this is one of the worlds that dr strange went through during the multiverse and was like this shit is <laughs> fucked up oh we Keep we going. lose in this fucking universe <laughs> fuck this universe thanos was right <laughs> the only universe where they win and they immediately they're like permanently like fuck we all survived but we're stuck in Doctor this Strange is flipping through Lifetime movies he's like oh this is not the one not the one, <laughs> not the one. shut it down so, like, I guess we're all dying you make a good like you Luke you make a good point because like again like the mom instantly blames the uh, the teenager for this right mm -hmm. because like if you, again if you see it the other way around the way you blame it and you should always like if you in your life ever stumble upon this happening do not blame the child blame the adult who is taking advantage of the child <laughs> like that is the point that he should be like oh yeah the adults are the bad ones but she never once goes like that judge is up to some sneaky shit she's <laughs> like no 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 it's that, like, young child who is wrestling other right. boys who is, like, really the bad man in this situation. And you're like, dude, no, that's not how this works. Like, th there should have been a conversation at the movie. It's like, oh, it was the adult women who are taking advantage no, of the young men. There's a 70% chance that Jeffrey Epstein fucking wrote and directed this film <laughs> under a pseudonym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not cutting it out this time. I had to cut it out last episode. <laughs> you cut it out? How dare you? I did cut, I, I did cut it out. Because, but this time it's actually relevant because, yeah, like this is the, the rule set at which that horrible, disgusting blob lived his universe. Right. And like this is why movies like this are bad and should not be watched and right. should be tried for humanity because they're just like they encourage – 
like uh i mean like man if sophie was here like you would really hear it like sophie who is one oh. of our other co-hosts like she is like very much on the pulse of this stuff and she is constantly like bringing up the the double standard uh because we've had a lot of conversations she's all constantly bringing up the double standard like where like people like sexualize people like archie like if you listen to her past yeah. episodes they, they sexualize a lot of characters in the tv show riverdale now in that universe they are underage, but like in real life, they're of age. So like that's like a little bit of a weird thing. But like if you just look at it from like in the context of the show, like it's pretty fucked up, right? I mean, they're still in fucking high school. However, you yeah. Can. Well, and I right? think that's what I was trying to get to before. Where typically a lot of these Lifetime movies, uh, when I was younger, I used to jokingly refer to it as like it's it's just the man hating channel. Like ninety percent of the movies were just about all these women being abused, which rightfully so, like these are were typically like true stories of women who went through abusive relationships and whatnot. Whereas this, this feels like th one, the director's a dude, all three of the writers are dudes. So it just feels like a bunch of dudes being like, well, this is what older women, this is older women fantasies. This is what women fantasize about when they get older. And I'm just like, they do. dear God almighty. Like it, but it, that's what it whole, that's what this movie reeks of. It reeks of a bunch of men who are like, well, this is what women fantasize about. But it's also the least sexiest film of all fucking time. I mean, but that's just it. Like, it's it's a I bunch of like the way it's, it's a bunch of dudes. This is this is a bunch of dudes being like, this is what women fantasize. But we're on Lifetime channels, so we got to find a way to make this presentable in some way, shape, or form. Well, they failed in that regard. <laughs> so I think I think we have kind of discussed everything there is to say about this movie. Uh, my opinion is that it. It's god awful. You probably you should not watch it, and you should be calling out these movies as being rightfully problematic because they do enforce a lot of things that make it easier to uh, be predatory towards young men, right? Like that's kind of like the lesson of this movie is not uh, don't be predatory towards young men. The message of this movie ends up with don't be a sex worker, which is like completely terrible and like is is shitty as fuck. But that's just my opinion. I they also uh, try. They also try to inject some like weird on the nose writing at the end, where they're like, "You never know what's going on uh, behind in people's lives. They can appear so normal. Like it's the writing is just so on the nose. You're just like, okay, well, if that's what you were going at, like this is you've you took the wrong direction." Um, I just want to read some yeah, that's um, comments from YouTube video. <laughs> 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 yes okay this will be the last thing and then we'll have to go to plugs please go through the comments angels up in heaven forever memories wrote this young guy going to bed with this older woman who'd be like going to bed with your mother no thanks go and find a young girl good point <laughs> Jesus Regina Polina good movie love it kissy face <laughs> Sans Jones this is gross totally agree <laughs> <laughs> would have been better if Christina Loken had been the madam or if the daughter of Christina Loken's character was dating the blonde stud and then the madam set one, the mom up with her daughter's boyfriend one of the the notes that I made for this was Christina Loken needs to turn into her uh, Terminator character from Terminator 3 and this would be way more interesting Mademoiselle Jolie <laughs> I would have loved for her to have jail time than to sleep forever Boring. <laughs> Ew, it made me sick when they started Damn. kissing. I don't know why. I do. I do, because it's disgusting. So, you know. Can you imagine if that's just like from like, a normal the worst of comments, though? That had nothing to do with like gross. <laughs> Damn. I, I want to say that's the worst of the comments, but I'm more now just like, oh, that seems about right, because most people in their right mind would get about 10 minutes and be like, oh, okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> but this is the whole point, Luke, is that even the fucking wretched hive of fucking scum and villainy, which is the YouTube comment section, is like, this, is, this, this disgusts me. Well, now you need to go to the person's profile who said that they loved it and see anything else that they've commented on <laughs> and make sure yeah, that... I will never go there because I'm pretty sure it's going to take me to like some not... white supremacy video. 
Yeah, we're not going to encourage doxing and white supremacy videos on this. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, I hope you enjoyed our wonderful discussion of the Madame of Purity Falls. And I hope you're educated towards the fact that you should never experience this movie. And it's uh, it's bad. Uh, it has uh, corrupted all of our lifestyles. But, hey, that's okay. There are some places you can find us uncorrupted. Uh, Luke, where can we find your work uncorrupted by Purity Falls? Uh, well, yeah, you can just read, I, I write reviews for Bloody Good Horror, and I've been doing a variety of coverage for the Fantasia Film Festival in Andrew's, uh, home country, or whatever, you, you know, his, where he resides. So, yes, uh, the, the, the place that doesn't use such trivial terms as, uh, fluid ounces, uh, yes, that is the <laughs> name <laughs> Uh, and so, and yeah, I do the, if you are a Patreon of Bloody Good Horror, you can hear me all the time on, uh, electric, behold an electric terror. Oh, well, thank you. Jason, where can we find your further work? Uh, same, same, same. <clears throat> same, same, same. Keep moving. I don't Good. want to talk anymore about this. And uh, as always, you can find me trapped in some madame-laden sex affair scandal. Uh, And uh, it's all consensual, and we're adults, so it's great. Um, Thank you for listening to Milkshakes and Mimosas. And please continue to recommend us any weird thing. And as you can see, I can somehow convince grown adults to watch it. (laughs) These people have children, and they watch this movie, so... I mean, at this point, I mean, you could literally, uh, like, recommend, like, Big Honkers 7, uh, which doesn't involve any porn, and it's just about geese, and they'd watch it. Like, it would, <laughs> it would be a hit. Uh, that completely yeah, ruined my joke of you assume I haven't seen it already. Big Honkers 7, <laughs> i.e. Fly Away Home. <laughs> <laughs> You've also outed us as having absolutely nothing better to do on a Friday night. <laughs> No, it's okay. You you're the one who said the date. Like for everyone else, they could well, totally. like, Oh, this is a Sunday. They could be spending their church hours <laughs> here, and this could be their church. But no, it's a it's a Friday night. Okay, I just I just really wanted to let people know I have nothing to do on a Friday night. So you know, just you know, at me somewhere, and I'll 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 come do your thing for absolutely nothing than to let you listen to me babble on drunk for however long you want me to. <laughs> And uh, as always, um, if you want to comment or let us know what you thought, you can tweet us at mpodcastm, which is where we got the recommendation for this episode. Thank you, Roger. I'm amazed if you listen this far, but hey, good, good for you. Um, and you can email us at milkshakesandmimosas at gmail.com, or you can recommend us to all your friends by rating us five stars at iTunes. You can rate other stars at iTunes, but if you do... You're the creators of this movie. Uh, so you don't want to write anything less than five stars so you become this movie. Thank you. And have a milkshaking day. Good night, y'all. <laughs>